Hi, I'm Amy Rodman. Welcome to Igniting Creativity, a series for virtual teachers, where I walk you through the things I wish I would have known about becoming a teacher business owner and help you creatively thrive. I'm still teaching classes for the majority of my time, but without building my business, I wouldn't be sustaining this kind of career. It's a lot different than having a structured schedule where you report to a building with guidelines and deadlines set by others. My success now completely depends on what I put into it and how I manage my time. Join me on this journey of how I'm making that work so you can implement what speaks to you. Don't forget to download the free workbook to help you make the progress that will aid in your success. Hello, welcome to episode three, where I'll be discussing building a funnel of classes. There's many different formats and different course structures. You could be teaching on a platform or for yourself. It doesn't matter, but a funnel of classes is very important. Now that's a sales term or a business strategy. And I have to say that a few years ago, I didn't understand what any of these mean because if I hear the word evergreen or funnel, they mean completely different things outside of the business world. So let's go over a couple of these. Evergreen means it's content or products that you're producing that will stay relevant for a long period of time. You're not limited to a particular season or a date for these products. So you definitely want to make sure that you're creating evergreen content to begin with and then you can always add in those seasonal products or seasonal courses. For funneling, you need to start with a wide pool of leads, which will narrow down from there. So for instance, you're going to try to attract a lot of different learners and hope that they stay. Of course, not everybody that comes to one class of yours will become long-term learners. And that might be because their schedule doesn't fit with you, or they just wanted to take one class here or there because they had a break in their day or they wanted to try something new but it wasn't something they wanted to do long term. Ultimately, you want the students to will stick with you long term, that you're trying to attract these students that click with your teaching style, they want what you're teaching, and you have a lot to offer. So think about how you would actually produce a funnel. First, you need to have awareness. They are going to notice you because you have good course descriptions. You have thumbnails of what catches their eye about that class. There's possibly video instructions and or introductions, video introductions. And that'll be discussed in the next episode, episode four, when we talk more about the art of self-promotion. When you at least are on their radar, you have that chance that they're considering taking your class. So think about how they're aware of you now and you have to catch them or hook them in. They're considering this and they have to make that decision. So when they make a decision, it's gonna be easier for them to commit to something if you offer something that is considered a one-time class, they can decide if they like what you're offering, they can decide if they like your teaching style, if what you're doing is really what they think they're interested in, and after they take that one class, 
it's much easier for them to decide. But if you only have really long-term classes to offer, it's going to be a bigger decision and there's going to be more no's if they don't really know what they're getting into. They're not going to invest a lot of time and money into something that they're not so sure about. So of course, the next step is you want them to take action. If they do take that action, they take one of your classes, they've made that decision to try you out, then they hopefully will want to take more classes with you. You need to now have more classes to offer. What can you build to either accompany what they've just done or progress a skill? How is it that they are now offered something that makes it available to them for that long-term loyal student? And that leads us to the last thing where you want loyalty. You need to offer them enough of those choices to keep them coming back and to ensure that they spend longer periods of time with you and ultimately more money. This is a business after all. So whether or not you thought you were just going to be a teacher, you now have people paying for what you're doing and they have to make the choice of giving you their hard-earned money so you want to really please them and offer things that they want. Now, are you going to please everybody? No, and sometimes it stings a little, but at the same time, if you are putting your best effort in, you have developed classes that really showcase what you know and you can teach to the best of your ability, they're gonna keep coming back. If something doesn't work with their schedule, there's reasons why they might not take something you can still make connections with them and figure that out. And that is discussed in the last episode, in episode six, about building relationships. But there are ways to still get these learners to be loyal, even if they take breaks in between seeing you. Some mistakes definitely that I've made and I know other teachers have made are don't give up too quickly. Think about your schedule and how you're going to fit things in. Of course, you need to develop an ideal schedule for you and how it works around your the rest of your family's schedule, but how are you going to try these things out? If you offer a class maybe once or twice, three times, and you don't get learners, don't give up on it, but maybe change the time, figure something out. Will everything work out in the long run? No, there's going to be classes that you don't want to offer and you don't love to teach, and that's all right too. You're not going to love teaching every single class you develop, even if you thought it was the most amazing idea. So believe me, there's lots of classes that I have taken the time to develop, I've tried them out, and I've pitched them. This takes time, and you'll phase some things out, and you'll make those changes. But think about how you're going to get these students to come back. You need them to know what you're doing. Certain platforms offer services like they can favorite you as a teacher, they can save your classes, and anytime you develop something new, they'll receive notifications. So as you're building your funnel, and as you continually add courses to your course catalog, they are then given 
those options. So that's another way to get them back because they're like, oh, I haven't heard anything from so-and-so for a while, and now here's a new class that looks amazing. So they might jump into that. Make sure you're following up. If you follow up, you're going to build those relationships. So I'm going to give you an example of building a funnel of classes. Let's just take, since I'm an art teacher and one of my favorite things to paint are landscapes, let's take a landscape painting class, for instance. The first thing I did was I decided what is a good location or a good scene to offer something that I think would be really popular. Knowing how many people love the beach, the beach is a great one to start with. That's a one-time class. How to paint a beach scene. It is offered lots of different times. I can change the times throughout the day and throughout the week when I'm offering it. And then I can get new learners coming in and trying out that painting class. Then in order to hook them and get them to come back, I have to offer something else. It could be a different landscape, just a whole different scene. It could be something longer. So something longer that I had developed was a four seasons multi-day class. So if they are coming back, they're painting a different scene for spring, summer, winter, and fall. All four of those classes could be separate landscapes, separate one-time classes. All four of those could be painted in different ways, so it's not like a repeat of something they've already taken. My absolute favorite type of class to offer is an ongoing class. And what I mean by an ongoing class is it's still kind of like a one-time class. It is offered on a regular basis. It's something that should be consistent, whether you do it weekly or bi-weekly or once a month, and people know when to expect to see you. And in that ongoing class, you have a topic that you're going to do on the one date, and then you're going to do a different topic the next time, and it's not a follow-up. It means that somebody can join at any time and feel like they are not catching up or they haven't fallen behind or like they missed out on something. The ongoing format is so great for people to be flexible with their schedule as well. Things come up, they're not able to attend every single session that you offer and they don't have to pay upfront. So one-time classes have definitely led into those ongoing classes really, really well because they can try it out. But at the same time, an ongoing class can kind of be that top of the funnel as well because they can join for a week and they don't have to feel guilty about dropping out or withdrawing. So it's one of those things where they have to know how the subscription works and make sure that they do withdraw so that you're not having to offer refunds or explain stuff but the more consistent you are with the ongoing classes, the more familiar people are with how it works. Other ways to gain those loyal customers is think about different formats. Is it a class that can only work live or can you turn it into a pre-recorded class? I love these kind of classes. So a flex type of class where it's pre-recorded can be exactly the same as something else you've already offered live. 
because generally you're offering it to a different set of customers. I can say probably just a handful of times have I seen repeat learners that were live students come back as flex students because they prefer different ways of learning. But if you have a flex class, you should still think about how you can then build or add on to your flex course catalog as well. But what's really nice is you can kind of double up. So you can offer a multi-day class that four seasons and turn it into a whole new curriculum for the flex. It's using the same materials. It's just you have to teach it in a different way. And then don't forget about camps and parties and pods and one-to-one -one, like tutoring. Those are ways that you can offer even more to your students other than one-time classes, multi-day classes, ongoing classes, flex classes. They're just maybe shorter or grouped together. A camp can be a multi-day kind of class. So typically a multi-day class is you know, once a week for four weeks. That camp, depending on the time of year, people might be looking for something to do for that one week during a break, during a holiday, or, you know, over the summer. So I have definitely turned some of my multi-day classes into camps. And it's fun to see them every day. They're excited. And it's, again, something that's consistent for them. Parties are always fun. That's something that is just completely different than a typical class. It's something you want to charge more for because you definitely have more back and forth. It's something that can be customized, but generally you see parties happen once the parents or the students are really familiar, familiar with you and they know that they're going to have fun with you. One-on-one, -on -one, the one-to-one -one classes, the tutoring, is a great way to know that you're going to get paid a certain amount because you only have that one student and you set your prices for that rather than relying on the enrollment of a class to fill. You either love teaching in that way or you don't. For me, it totally depends on the student. It's not something that I fill my schedule with, but some of the reasons why I've taught them was because I had a student who just wanted to work a little bit more on a certain concept, a certain material, or they had a special project for a different class that they needed to com complete some artwork for, and they wanted that extra instruction for it so that it turned out really well. So hopefully, after you think all of these things through, you can give yourself or make yourself a list don't forget, I have that workbook. So there's a section in it to help you build a funnel. Think of what one-time class topic you could come up with that could then merge into multi-day classes, ongoing classes, flex classes, or those camps and parties and stuff like that. Is there a whole bunch of one-time classes that you want to do where maybe you don't want to commit to longer periods of time? but what one-time classes could connect with each other. They either build upon each other, where you start off with a basic skill and keep making it more and more challenging so that the students can grow with you, or you have related topics that you know they would be interested in, 
So it's kind of a lateral move. So hopefully, thinking this through, you really end up with a huge list of things. Take that list from the course development from episode two, that brain dump, and then map it out into these different types of formats. I know virtual teaching can be lonely. We're sitting behind a screen in our own home with no other coworkers. I left a really good support system of coworkers who I'm still in contact with on a regular basis, but I miss that community of seeing them in person and bouncing ideas off of each other. I guess what I should say is I miss seeing them, but I don't miss leaving my house. I do love my commute now. But what I'm trying to build here is a bit of community. Collaboration over competition every step of the way. There's six episodes in this series and hopefully one or all of the topics resonate with you in some way to help you build your business. Don't forget about the workbook that can be downloaded in the show notes and you can find me at amyrodman.com or at amy.rodman.art on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks for listening.